0: So early. wait, so it said it's like not ethical for it too? Or is it, was it just it's, like it's, lying it's, or? It's,
1: that's what I said. I was like, so you're lying. Cause so earlier you accessed the internet to look up one. They looked up our podcast. You'd have to be able to access the internet to look up. Cause you're not just going to have that in your database. You have to have access to the internet to be able to give me feedback on our podcast and be able to look at the reviews for it. They gave, they gave me reviews of our podcast Mm -hmm. and then later on when I asked the same question if they could look up the Cozy and Murph podcast it said it does not have the capabilities to access the internet but it could point me in the direction in which I could look up the podcast Yet another episode of Real Conversations with Cozy and Murph. I am J.D. Cozad, and I am here with my co-host, Cody Murphy. What's up? Oi. We are rumbling, stumbling, fumbling, and fumbling our way through yet another beautiful week. It does at least seem the weather is turning... For the better. How's it well, been We'll see.
0: Out there? Yeah, I was gonna say in Kentucky, it's been nice all week, and tomorrow we're supposed to get rain, so I guess it's the opposite of what you've been getting up north.
1: It was freezing cold on Monday, like wind and bullshit. But today was phew, gorgeous,
0: man. See, it was cold Sunday. It was warm all last week. Warm into the weekend, and then Sunday, it dropped down like 20, 25 degrees, and it was pretty windy and chilly on Sunday. But then, like I said, the rest of the week, it was got warm and stayed warm. Tomorrow, the forecast is calling for rain, so fuck the weather, honestly.
1: You guys just might be getting the weather day ahead of us because it says Saturday for us, we got rain. So maybe you'll be able to tell me ahead of time what I need to look out for.
0: Break out the windbreaker and the sleeveless and the tank top because you need both.
1: It's summertime. I could definitely tell because on my way home, I go through campus and not a single male or female has any bit of clothing on. And it's just like, mm, to be a college kid again, I can only I would have died if I went to a major campus. I just When I walk through or drive through campus, I'd look around and I'm like, I would have died here. I'd be laying on somebody's front lawn right now.
0: Yeah, I went to Murray State and we got pretty, that's not even like a huge school. I mean, it's bigger now. And even back whenever I went back in 2013, it was still... It was growing, but it wasn't like UK or like yeah. a major a major college campus. It was big enough to, to get in trouble. Let's just put it that way.
1: God knew what he was doing when he said, all right, you're going to go to Union College in the middle of nowhere because we're not trying to have a dead child on our hands. That's what we did.
0: You know what's fucked up? And I don't know if this is appropriate. You can just cut it out. But <laughs> – See, I went to Lindsay Wilson, which is like another middle of nowhere bum fucking Egypt school. And one night, I mean, they they like to party there just as much as anywhere else, you know. I mean, twenty-one year old, 20 twenty-one, twenty-year-old kids are gonna find a way to party. But anyway, so but we had to be more creative about it at Lindsay Wilson because it was A Methodist church, I think, or some type of religious, you know, it was a private religious school. And so, and also the county that Lindsay Wilson is in is a dry county, so they don't sell alcohol. So you have to go out of the county to get alcohol and then come back, bring it back, basically. And so one night there was a party and it was like in a creek, like a creek bed that was dried up. It was in the middle of nowhere and um it was wild because we were on our way out there and there was a car behind us like we all there was two car it was like two car loads of us and we piled up in my car and then there was somebody else was following behind us Well, we go around this turn we didn't know where we were going so we were following gps we go around this turn and we look behind us and that car has gone like they were following us and they were gone so we didn't know if they took a wrong turn or if they you know if they Turned around and forgot something at campus. So we just kept going because, you know, we figured we'll just see him at the party. And on our way back, there's like cop cars, ambulance, everything. Like traffic is backed up way, way back. And we finally get back to campus and we find out that it was the people that was following us had wrecked. They ran off the road and wrecked. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, one of the kids actually was ejected from the vehicle, and he like hit a tree and broke his neck and passed away. Oh my god! Yeah, it was it was like my it was like the first real like close call with or brush with death, I guess you could say, for me going to college. Kind
1: like of and like eye openers.
0: Yeah, it was just like damn, it it could all have been over. like that could have been us because we made that turn, and then they they were right behind us. So, it was just, I don't know why that reminded me of that, but.
1: (laughs) Hell of a story.
0: It was, yeah, it was wild. It really makes you, uh, it was like, yeah, like you said, an eye opener, makes you, puts things in perspective.
1: I didn't know that Lindsey Wilson was also a dry county because Barberville, where Union is, um, Knox County was a dry county for the first I want to say two years that I was in school. So, like, as a freshman and sophomore, we would have to drive over about 30 minutes down the road to Corbin and get our alcohol and bring it back. So, basically, you know, at baseball practice, you'd be, like, trying to get with the upperclassmen because they're 21. You're not 21 yet. You'd be like, all right, uh, here's uh, 30 bucks. Can you bring me back a six-pack? Yeah, like They're like, yeah, you got to factor in the gas money. I'm like, you're making the trip already.
0: You're, you're a taxing, man. my dude. Like, come taxing, on. Taxing,
1: I swear. It, but yeah, also- it was
0: – we had, a like, a local bootlegger. Like, a, he was, like, what is he even in college? He was, like, 28, and he would go get money from, like, these freshmen that were just coming to campus, and he would charge them, like, 40 bucks for a bottle of Burnett's, which was, like, $12, yeah. you know?
1: Basically, the fucking the only alcoholic plug in the county. Hey, he was yeah, so he a, could
0: charge whatever he wanted.
1: He was running a monopoly on the campus, bro. Right? Yeah, oh yeah, that's funny as fuck. God.
0: Honestly, for the amount of time that, and we don't have to delve into it right now, but like for the amount of time that I was at Lindsey Wilson, there was a lot of cra- like weird and crazy stuff that happened. And I was only there for a semester, so so
1: you just put a bunch of eighteen to twenty three year olds in the middle of nowhere, crazy shit's gonna happen. It's bound, yeah.
0: You know, there are I mean, college problems. for me, college for me was a, a crazy experience. Anyway, I didn't do much class or you know I didn't do much schoolwork, but I had a lot of wild, crazy experiences, and we could, maybe we could do a an episode about just wild stories that we had coming out of college or whatever.
1: I've got more stories than I should probably tell. And some of the people that listen to this podcast that went to college with me are probably like, you better keep my fucking name out of these stories.
0: Out your motherfucking
1: mouth. Cause you're gonna, I'll probably, I could probably ruin marriages. I, could probably
0: ruin- I mean, should probably, you should probably not name names. I'm-
1: I ain't going to say no names. Bob and Tom,
0: but you know who you are. Yeah, Let's just you, put it that way. You know who I, you are.
1: I'll get the text messages, but no hate, no harm, no foul. We're all alive and we're all doing well. That's all that matters, sir. <laughs> well, I know that we would like to talk NBA basketball, but I wanted to also ask: Did you see where? Do you know who the Nelk Boys are?
0: The uh, the who?
1: The Nelk Boys.
0: Nelk with like an n yeah no never heard of them
1: they got like the happy dad and then they got um what's what's uh i can't remember buddy's name but um they did the interview with donald trump and they're like they're basically a bunch of frat guys and okay they had donald trump on and it was like it was like can you give us it's a rapid fire questions can you answer one word after each name that i say and the one guy's like elon musk he's like smart joe biden dumb kim kardashian and he just freezes it was you'd have to watch it it's there's
0: so many there's so many things that could be said i it's like kim kardashian
1: they got this man donald trump in an interview Donald's like, out here.
0: He's like wilding right now. Like he's, he's just on doing a
1: tour. I think. But yeah, like a he's press
0: tour. he's trying to get his pl- his publicity back up and I get see. his name in the good graces.
1: Which to me is kind of crazy because like he was just getting indicted, and I it just more so makes me believe that whole thing was fake and it was just a giant well, press run.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. It might. Who knows what it's going to amount to? But also. For me, like the 2016 election, I hated Donald Trump, and I thought the whole Trump train shit was like dumb as fuck. And to an extent, I still do. Like, if you, I still am not on the Trump train or anything. But I fucks with Donald Trump, dude. Like, <laughs> like low key, like he's a G. Like he just keeps it. Like he nothing phases this man, bro. Like, and the, like the left has been out to get him since day fucking one. And it's just so, I guess, amusing to see, like, the cat and mouse that's going on between, you know, the left accuses Trump of doing this and being a bigot and a racist and womanizer, blah, 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 which he, of course, he is some of those things. But then Trump's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm running for president again, motherfuckers. (laughs) And we'll probably win, honestly. I
1: mean, okay, I'm not the craziest Trump supporter, but... You have to respect a person who is blatantly who he is, knows who he is, and unapologetic. Yeah, and just doesn't change who he is.
0: Yes, he had. I I I I don't support him per se his politics and the the way he he carries himself, but I do respect the man's resolve.
1: Yeah. So I don't like the political Donald Trump. I like. I like when he trolls people. The celebrity Donald Trump, bro. That's the guy that I, the old businessman that, you know, was dapping up everybody at the party to cool Donald Trump. That's the Donald Trump that I like to envision in my head. Like he was the guy.
0: Yeah. I mean, so many people hate on him. It's, it, I don't know. Like, like I said, I used to hate him. And now my views have like changed on him because it's not even like we we're saying it's not even so much about the politics it's just about the his resiliency and just like I don't give a fuck what nobody says about me people love me and I want to do my thing and I want to run for president again and honestly if we go to war I would rather have him yeah. because he's not he's not going to yeah. back down and he's not going to let america just get rolled over like like Biden has
1: We won't touch on that subject, but I'm not trying to upset anybody or hurt anybody's feelings. You know? Yeah, we're not
0: trying to get too political yeah. right now.
1: I do. Have- but I, that was just my
0: commentary on, on the whole yeah. Trump thing.
1: I do have that that same type of reflection towards Donald Trump. Like if we were going to go into another war, a world war, that's, I'd rather have him at the helm. You know, you pick your poison. I'm. I'll, I'll take the one that can probably lead. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. So, have you used? This is a change of subject, but I have to bring it up because I talked about it. Um, have you used Snapchat in the past twenty four hours?
0: I mean, I haven't. I haven't used the AI. No. Then,
1: it's, it's absolutely.
0: I need to get on there and mess with it a little bit. It's see what it's about.
1: One, it's trending nationwide because it's just, I don't know the right way to explain it, but it's fucking like, if it had a human characteristic, it one, it would be stubborn because in my thread that I posted, on our Facebook group, like you can see that it was able to access the internet and look up things for me. And all then right. la- later on, it decided it can no longer as an AI language based model. It can't access the internet. And it's like, all right, you tricky motherfucker.
0: So wait, Earlier, so I it said it's like not ethical for it too, or is it, was it, it just it's, like lying? It's, or it's,
1: That's what I said. I was like, so you're lying because so earlier you access the internet to look up one. They looked up our podcast. You'd have to be able to access the internet to look up because you're not just going to have that in your database. You have to have access to the internet to be able to give me feedback on our podcast and be able to look at the reviews for it. They gave They gave me reviews of our podcast. Mm. And then late, later on when I asked the same question, if they could look up, the Cozy and Murph podcast, it said it does not have the capabilities to access the internet, but it could point me in the direction in which I could look up the podcast.
0: Huh. That's interesting.
1: Tricky, tricky. I think everybody so, should go in there and play with it because I think it's sketchy uh, as fuck.
0: Yeah, that's pretty... It could be fun. It could also be really like scary as well. Yeah. I saw on, on Twitter there was a thread there was this lawyer that was using chat gpt to draw up oh what was it it was like um somebody who owned a storage facility like a self-storage facility and like the people hadn't paid their rent on time and so he asked the, the the ai to go in and and draw up a form so he could get his money back from these people and like the chat went through all the colorado laws and everything and like drew up like a template for him all he had to do was put his business name his name his address and everything else was already like filled out it was all professional and everything and he said it wouldn't it wouldn't be like 100 percent accurate every time but but that's why you have to keep challenging the prompt and editing the prompt and he said a, a, a real good lawyer wouldn't, would be able to nitpick it, but you know, to the layman's eyes, it's going to, it's going to seem like a legit document.
1: Yeah, it's definitely has some serious capabilities. Cause like even that blog that I asked it to put together, all I did was give it three bullet points and it was able to create like headers, outline various bullet points, and then take that outline, turn it into a rough draft, and then take that rough draft and turn it into a final draft. And okay. it was very well done.
0: Bro, could you imagine having this whenever you were in school, writing papers? Like, it's not even – there's no point to even assign that as, a, as an assignment anymore academically because kids will just go on Snapchat and be like, hey, write my paper for me.
1: I feel like there will – be a time when there's
0: there's definitely going to be software that can detect yeah. if it's ai or not so but how but
1: how do you even i mean because i
0: the, don't know the only thing i can think of is maybe uh, the like the software engineers who design the ai put like a signature to yeah. where where you can scan the document or the file or whatever and it'll have some type of watermark that 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 tells distinguishes if it's ai generated or not
1: i'm definitely going to start playing with this ai last night i opened up a tab and started using chat gbt or gpt and um for chat gpt4 is out now for 20 dollars a month and i'm considering using it because the one that is free was last updated in 2021 so I kind of want the stuff that's you know in the world now but what I did was go in there and I asked this and give it any form information I asked this chat bot to create a podcast between Joe Rogan and barstool big cat and it it just kept typing it just kept generating so much stuff based on like information like recalling stories that big cat has told and responses and answers that joe rogan has done and it did it for i want to say probably a 20 or 25 minute like read through and then i copied it and then i pasted it over into a voice bot and you can change the voices so i changed the one to joe rogan they didn't have one for big cat i don't he's not like a lister but and it you can't tell the difference it's fucking mind blowing
0: yeah that's pretty crazy have you seen um where they had an ai generate a drake song and it was pretty much indistinguishable from a real drake song versus ai generated
1: i did and Huge conspiracy. The The Drake song that was just dropped, I think, is an AI-generated Drake song that Drake dropped to test to see if people could tell the difference between him actually making a song and AI making a song so that if it passes, he never has to work again.
0: That is a wild.
1: Go listen to it, bro. I'm telling you, it sounds like AI. That's
0: bro. wild. I mean, this is gonna literally revolutionize pretty much every facet of entertainment or anything that's anything that's on the internet, basically. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know what's gonna happen. Like, it's impossible to know.
1: Literally, it's kind of scary. It is. I keep saying it. Like, I'm so scared of it, bro. Because one of these times you're just going to be doing something. Shit, it could be talking over the phone with somebody. It could be a fucking business. I don't know. You well,
0: to like, not to get too dark, but um, I was talking to my buddy at work, and he was, like, uh, talking about how what if it t- talks people into doing, like, suicides. Because there have been... Uh, cases of that
1: I honestly you know because the, there are so many like these little friend bot things like I see the ads all the time I'm like download your virtual friend and it could get to the point where some of these people that is their only relationship
0: right have you seen that? have you seen that movie with Joaquin Phoenix in it it's called Her it came out maybe 2013 2014
1: is it the one where the the so Joaquin is the the scientist that creates this AI and the guy he he b- brings in this guy to like talk with the girl
0: i think it's i think it's the other way around i think he it's like an AI built to help him do his job and then he ends up falling in love with the AI and he and he it's about their relationship and like there's a part in it where he he pays a prostitute to like wear this earpiece so the AI can tell her what to what to say so they can get so they can have like an intimate physical interaction oh yeah and, yeah, it, go- yeah, yeah. and it and it doesn't work out really and then he finds out that that the AI was cheating on him quote unquote cheating on him with other AIs because they were more compatible for her because she could interact with them and it wasn't that she wasn't in love with the physical guy walking Phoenix character but it was just never gonna work yeah. and it's actually a pretty decent movie like at the time I thought it was kind of kind of weird but now looking back on it that's a pretty good premise for like what's going on right now. You know what I'm saying, and um, I think the voice of the of the AI is Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken,
1: I just looked it up. It is Scarlett. Which is, we're not gonna be too far out from something like that. To be honest, like it's it's not gonna be long for you see. You read an article that says man marries computer AI lover. Yeah, I mean people like
0: are already marrying marrying like their pets and themselves. So I mean I'm sure people would marry their friend bot.
1: I know that multiple episodes in a row we've talked about AI, but it's it's taken over the world. Like it's a premise that is going to be discussed. It's for it's a topic of conversation that people need to be aware of. Um, and I don't like I don't I don't know, I don't like beating the same drum, but it's just Constantly almost it's,
0: it's gonna be a prevalent thing in the future.
1: I seen I know I'm gonna keep going, but I seen a, a video yesterday about there's this AI that so you know like the trick for AI is like the captchas online. Like yeah, can't solve the captchas. Yeah. But there was an AI who couldn't solve the CAPTCHA. So it hired it reached out to people randomly through like Fiverr and um, other for hire sites, reached out to people for hire, hired them to solve the CAPTCHA for them, convinced this other person that it was just visually impaired to get past the CAPTCHA and then paid the person so that the AI could pass the CAPTCHA and move forward in their process.
0: So how does it have money? Access to money, or whatever. I
1: believe the the programmer of the AI had an, like a built in um, like allowance or something for the AI to like test what it would do with the with the money.
0: Man, that's so like just so mind blowing. So what? So. Okay, say in the future you have these AI that are essentially working for you, like say you have a business or, or something and you need an assistant, but you don't want to necessarily pay a, a paid position you know for like an actual human being to do the job. So you just create an AI or buy an AI or quote unquote hire an AI. Well, who's to say that they don't, you know, they're going to have access to all your personal information have access to who knows maybe your bank account or maybe what if they hack into your bank account Facts. i mean it's such a slippery slope i know we can continue to keep talking about it but like you said i think it's going to be something that people need to be up to date on yeah. and i'm and i'm not going to sit here and say that like me and you are well versed in in ai and the way it functions or any of that i mean i, I just think it's something interesting and something that people should think about
1: yeah and i'm i know nothing about ai and in, in the reality of what that virtual space is i just know from recent experience of what i i have noticed it's just i don't know it's kind of it's just mind-blowing that's all i know is every every time i'd see something about it it's something new that's just like holy fuck. this could end up it, I feel like for it to come to a point where people finally start taking like severe notice to it will be an incident that's like detrimental.
0: Yeah, because we, I think that's just kind of human nature. We kind of bypass the the positive things that happen, and then some. When tragedy strikes, is when we actually do something and pay attention and try to try to make a change. I think that I mean for all aspects of life, not just with regard in regard to AI, but in everything.
1: I mean, anyway, let's
0: talk about. Um, go ahead, go ahead, sorry,
1: go ahead. Last thing, essentially, I have this Snapchat bot. Like when I like last night, I had asked it about. I know we were gonna prepare for an episode about Christianity and spirituality and religion and in the state of the world and I like I asked it for what would be topics to discuss on those matters and it gave me a sheet long list of bullet points to have access to and then information off of that like it basically was an assistant and this is just snapchat bro
0: right yeah that's free
1: that's <laughs> free
0: I'm sure though in the future it'll be pay to use type oh, deal yeah, yeah.
1: All right, we're done with AI. That was a good conversation, though.
0: It was. Um, let's talk some NBA real yes. quick, or not real quick, but you know we'll talk about that for a while, and then there's a couple other things that.
1: Yeah, I got a couple baseball things. I've got to get off my chest.
0: All right, so cu- <clears throat> currently, right now the Nets are playing the Seventy Sixers, and I think the Sixers are up. They're up two zero in the series
1: dominating fashion. I yeah, like, I think sweep sweep kind
0: of Yeah, I think Boston's going to sweep, I think. Philly's going to sweep, I think. Denver's going to sweep. And then all the other ones are kind of up in the air. Yeah. I think Knicks Knicks and Cavs will be probably the best series of the first round. I
1: think that I know the Kings Warriors is 2-0 right now, but the Warriors sucked on the road as far as I know. Like, they had the worst road record in the NBA and the best home record in the NBA. So, they're about right. to go home, and I could see them being a 2-2 series.
0: Well, the only thing is Draymond's just suspended for this game, coming up game.
1: Watch them play better without Draymond. They're ready to get rid of Draymond. They're sick of his shit.
0: I mean, he's annoying. He's a good ball player. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's a really good ball player. Solid, you know, through and through. And he's well, very well-rounded, let's put it that way. But it's getting to a point where his antics are not worth the output. And, you know, I don't think that Sabonis was innocent in what happened in that whole situation. So if you don't know what we're talking about, it was game two. Um, Sabonis got knocked to the floor. Sabonis is uh, the center for the Kings. Draymond plays for the Warriors. Sabonis got knocked to the floor. Draymond kind of stepped over him, and as he was stepping over him, Sabon- Sabonis grabbed his ankle. And then, whenever he tried to pull his, his foot away, Draymond he he stepped down real hard, and it kind of looked like he stomped him. I mean, he did stomp him. Whether that it was intentional or whatever, that's you know neither here nor there. His foot came down on him and so now Draymond is suspended for uh, for game 3 going back home to golden state and I, wh- how, how many times now has he has he been been suspended in the playoffs cuz i know he got suspended in the finals for kicking somebody in the nuts
1: i believe this is the third playoff instance where he's been suspended I want to say three times. It's just...
0: I mean, he usually leads the league in tech, technicals every year, too, so... He...
1: Okay. Like you said, Sabonis, Sabonis is not innocent, but Draymond has to...
0: He has to know that he has a target on his back, yeah, and if like he, he played and... And if he – what they're going to do, the opposing team, whether it's the Kings or whoever they're playing, they're going to try to get in his head and get him riled up because they know he's one dumb play away from from getting suspended or getting teed up. So he's got to be smarter than that and know that they're just trying to, to get you to act up and do something silly like he did.
1: I mean, smart, smart move if that was the ultimate game plan by the Kings and Sabonis, like, it worked. I mean, that's what they wanted. Also, I will say, because I've said this already, but Draymond does have a target on his back. But in that instance, I think this was, like, the least that he could have done because he could have made it a lot worse. He could have fucking Sparta kicked him. Right. He could have. Well,
0: and, and that's a, that's a always that's been an issue in the league for a while. is you see, all these players get tangled up, and it's not even like an organic, like oh, we just got tripped up, we just tripped each other. Like no, they're grabbing at each other as they're as they're on the floor. Like it happens a lot if you watch NBA basketball. They're grabbing at ankles, grabbing at legs, you know, grabbing jerseys. And I just don't – I don't understand it. I feel like the league needs to police it a little bit stronger to try to deter some some of this foolishness that's going on. Like, you shouldn't be able to impede another player if you're on the ground, period.
1: I think that's where most of NBA problems come from is after a shot's taken, somebody either on the ground or right into the basket and – They just get in each other's way or stop a player from going in a certain direction and then boom, instantaneously, you know, you got a fight or a guy getting kicked out or a guy getting elbowed in the head or kicking the balls or something, bro. It's happened. And this is like the only game that it happens in, like this little petty bullshit.
0: Well, I mean, there's there's gamesmanship and then there's just playing dirty. Yeah, And I feel like the NBA is the most petty, petty league out there. Like there's always, well, and I mean, I'm not saying necessarily that's a bad thing. You want rivalries. Like you don't want everybody to be buddy, buddy all the time. Like you want everybody to be respected, but you also want, you know, the, the bulls and the pistons. You want the Knicks, you know, and the, and the Pacers, you want that type of intensity when it comes to, especially the playoffs so it, there is a place for it, but it has to be conducted in the right way. Like you can't just stomp somebody out, stomp on somebody's chest, or try to twist somebody's ankle. I mean, that shit goes on in football a lot, but football is a totally different sport. It's way more physical. There's the, the referees are not going to see everything. When you're playing basketball, you're you're in front of everybody. Everything you do can be caught on camera, and the refs are literally right on top of you. So it, it's just a different – it's a different um, different concept when it comes to basketball than you're
1: in football. Under a, you're under a really huge microscope on a basketball court because there's only five of you out there. You don't got helmets on. Everybody knows your face and who you are. Referees are right there to make a they're, – they're ready to blow a whistle. I mean, it's – I mean, fuck. Everybody knows who Draymond Green is, and he's not even, you know, somebody that scores basketball a lot but everybody knows who Draymond Green
0: is. They're saying that he's going to ask for a max contract this offseason. He'll get it. I don't with,
1: He'll get it with like uh
0: – They're saying Dallas might sign him.
1: You want Draymond Green, Kyrie Irving, and Luka Doncic on the same team.
0: Well, I don't think Kyrie's, gonna resign. Think Kyrie's going to re I think Kyrie's going to the Lakers. I think Kyrie's going to the Lakers. I think – he wants to get back with LeBron, make another run for a championship. I mean, that's a sick-ass big three. You got LeBron, AD, and Kyrie. I don't care who else you put around them. I mean, that's a that's a championship-caliber team.
1: But you probably only get them on the floor together for seven games.
0: I, yeah, that was exactly what I was about to say is <laughs> we, saw, we saw a, champion, champ, a championship-caliber team in Brooklyn with Kyrie. And look what happened. They met they played like thirty games together in two years or three years. So I mean it's not a lock, but that's something that's something to watch out for.
1: It would be fun. Definitely be fun to talk about. And I feel like if anybody can kind of bring LeBron or bring Kyrie back to playing very frequently and at his best, it might be LeBron.
0: Well, yeah, because it's like the old bay. It's like, yeah, it's like the X that you keep going back to. It's the. Oh, baby, I was at my best whenever I was with you. <laughs> I won a championship with you.
1: Oh, LeBron, I love you.
0: I I hope LeBron, honestly, and this might be the only time you ever hear me say this, I hope LeBron go- drops fifty on Dylan Brooks's head. I'm-
1: I'm telling you, I'm about to bet the house on it, bro. Um, I want so badly for LeBron to give. The I mean, that's just
0: straight up. I don't even like LeBron, but that's just straight up disrespectful.
1: For people who don't know, Dylan Brooks went and said he's old. And I don't give nobody respect unless they give me forty.
0: He said, "I poke bears." That's I what poke he said
1: like you about the you know you as everybody seen the meme where it's LeBron in the Miami where he's got the shade yeah pre game you know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> or the one where he's like he's like bent over yeah. and he like he's got his face and he, his face is lifted up and you can just see his eyes It's like he's about to go incinerator on these motherfuckers
1: people forget that LeBron is him when he is that aggressive guy, like
0: he's him when he wants to be.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like it's not every night, but when LeBron says, "All right, fuck you," it's like, "All right, watch this." It's like I might watch that whole game just to, just to see because I know this is about to be a greatness game.
0: Yeah, it's Tod tie- series tied going back to L.A. Oh yeah, and they've got bulletin board material now with you know Brooks spouting his mouth off like that. Brooks, that's the only way he's relevant. I mean, he's a good defender, but have you seen him on offense? Like, he is not a good offensive player. He had a shot the other night. I guess last night he had a shot, and it literally it was one of the worst shots I've ever seen in an NBA basketball game. And I've watched Russell Westbrook play, so <laughs> it looked like PE, six period PE in high school. You know.
1: that's uh, I, I love that Dylan Brooks and Draymond Green always go back and forth, and they're the same fucking player.
0: Yeah, it's like that Spider-Man meme where they're yeah. just pointing at each other. <laughs>
1: they just be looking at each other. I've seen that the Suns finally got their win. Chris Paul – this is another thing for people who don't know. Chris Paul played in a game last night with a referee on the floor –
0: Scott Foster.
1: Scott Foster that he's 0 and fourteen with. Zero wins for Chris Paul when Scott Foster is on the floor. And they finally got one last night. But series tied 1 1 and Kawhi Leonard is out. Shocker.
0: Yeah, I think man, if they can't if he can't go, it's a big big blow for them because they're at, not only are they down Paul George, they'll be down Kawhi Leonard as well. That's pretty much their the bulk of their offense. I don't know where they're going to get points from outside of those two. Dad Plus, I mean, <laughs> he went, what, three for three, 19 three for nine. in game one? I mean, come on. <laughs> he did make some great defensive plays down the stretch when they really needed him, came up clutch, but you can't Go three of 19 and say, oh, I had a great game. Like, no. Also, Kawhi Leonard is one of the best defenders in the league. So, I don't know. I mean, I think Phoenix, if they can take this next two games, uh, the series is over. Yeah.
1: The matchup I really want to see is Phoenix and Denver. Like, I feel like that would be a really, really fun matchup because I love Jamal Murray. He's a fucking dog.
0: Dude, he went off last night, bro. He had like 38.
1: Oh, bro. And then there was that fight, and he was hyped, bro. Nah, Jamal Murray had 40 last night. Damn. Damn. And then Giannis. Giannis got his yesterday. Finally, they're 1-1 with the Heat, which I know we said this the other day, but Spolstra and Pat Riley might be the – Bill Belichick and fuck I forget his name from the NFL. Like the greatest combo, GM and coach. Coach.
0: Yeah, he's been a, he's been coaching the Heat for a while now. And what's so crazy about it is he started off as the video coordinator at Miami. So he's been there so long, he moved all the way up to head coach with one organization. Like that's wild. That doesn't happen very often.
1: That's crazy. I still remember the freaking video of when LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh all came out. Miami Heat logo in the background. It's like not one, not two, yeah, not three. It's like all right, LeBron, you get ahead.
0: So you know what? Uh, that makes me feel old because oh, oh, that was like 20, I remember that, and that was a decade ago. Decade. It was like 20, 13, 20 No, it was more than a decade ago. It was what two
1: thousand eleven, dude. Wow,
0: time flies. Now, Bosch doesn't even play anymore. Neither does Wade. LeBron's on his way out. Dirk's retired.
1: Dirk's gone. Fucking Kobe's dead. RIP.
0: Rip. But yeah, my um my predictions. Let's see. I got Phoenix winning that series. I got Denver winning that series. I got man. I want to say Memphis. I really do because I don't like the Lakers. But it, that that one's a toss up right now. I can see that one going either way. I
1: think Jaws out.
0: Well, they won without Jaw though last night. Fucking. I think Tyus Jones is a, a better pure point guard than than John Morant because he's not. Tyus Jones is not constantly looking for a shot. Yeah, he's more of a facilitator, point guard role. I
1: think Josh would be a two, anyways. Just yeah, get the ball and do something with it.
0: And then the East, I got Milwaukee over the Heat. We got Boston over Atlanta. I got the Sixers over the Brooklyn Nets, and then I've got I want I want the Cavs to win.
1: I want. Because I
0: fucks with Donovan Mitchell, but
1: he's so, he's so good. Let me take a second, just give that man some love. If you haven't watched Spider Mitchell play a game of basketball, it if he played anywhere else, Boston, LA, one of those big markets, Knicks, bro, he would he'd be on the cover of ESPN front page media every day. Cause that dude is a walking bucket. Love
0: Donovan Mitchell. He really is. And not only is he a bucket, but he also – he does everything else well.
1: Yeah. Crazy. And he was doing this with the Jazz.
0: Right. He was – but, I mean, he was kind of hidden out in Utah. Yeah. I know they made the playoffs, but they weren't a very good basketball team.
1: It seems like most Cav fans think that their team is a couple years away, but – the fact that they can – They're very
0: them. young. They're very young.
1: They can just go grab Donovan Mitchell and be first-round competing against a, a pretty good Knicks team like this. And they are a sleeper to, you know, pull off some upsets. So
0: Yeah, they can make a run. Also, uh, before we move on, I got Kings over Golden State. As much as I would like Golden State to win, I'd, I'd rather see Sacramento win I'm really just because they haven't bad. been there. Yeah.
1: It's been – I want to say, like, who was the last couple of good players? Like, Vladdy Divac and Mike Bibby was the last. Chris that was, like, 20 team. years ago. 20 years ago, bro. Chris Webber. Chris Webber. I remember playing, like, NBA Live. Pejas
0: Stojakovic.
1: Pejas Stojakovic, That boy. Damn. Yeah, that was a, a team that I played with as a kid. Did you
0: say Mike Bibby?
1: Mike Bibby, bro.
0: Jason Williams played there, white chocolate.
1: The white chocolate, man. If you want to go watch a highlight tape, just type in Jason Williams, white chocolate, highlight tape. Some of the greatest passing I've ever seen in my lifetime.
0: Yeah. Didn't he go with the behind-the-back elbow pass? Throw, hey.
1: Behind the back, bounce it off the elbow to a player, bro. That's
0: yeah. the ultimate. That's the ultimate pass. I don't think there's ever been a better pass than that.
1: In a game? Hell no, that's crazy, bro. You gotta be a psycho. It's like, chest pass? Nah, let me just do this behind-the-back elbow pass. Bounce it off my elbow.
0: James Harden just got ejected. Did he? Yeah, they said he elbowed this dude. I don't know if he already had a flagrant or what. Damn. That's huge. We'll see. We'll see who wins this game. But yeah, those are my picks.
1: I'd like for Embiid to get the love I feel like he deserves. He's a really good player, but I hate James Harden, fucker.
0: James Harden.
1: I've got Suns over Clippers, Kings over Warriors. Um, I'm really pulling for the Kings. I would love that storyline. I've got Sixers over Nets. I got Lake Show over Grizzlies, Bucks over Heat, the Nuggets over Timberwolves, Celtics over the Hawks, and the Cavs over the Knicks. That is my run.
0: All right, let's go ahead and call it. Let's go ahead and call it who's your finals pick and who's your winner. Mm. That way we can go back in a couple weeks and see. See. (laughs)
1: All right, so I'm picking the finals.
0: I already said mine like months ago.
1: I said it. We talked about right before the playoffs on that episode. Not pick somebody, but I forget. But right now I'm feeling mm, Celtics out of the East. I think they're phenomenal. Phenomenal. I'll take the Celtics, and then. Now the West is a little bit harder because it's wider. But oh, fuck Denver. Denver has Jamal Murray back. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take the Suns. Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. And then I'm gonna take I hate this for my Celtics guys, but I'm gonna take Chris Paul finally getting his ring. Really, Phoenix Suns NBA champions.
0: I mean, it wouldn't be. I just want to see somebody who hasn't won it. Yeah, or somebody who hasn't won it in a, in a in a while to win it.
1: I would love for the Kings to do it honestly, but the Suns don't have an NBA championship, I believe.
0: I don't. I don't think the Kings do either.
1: The Kings do not.
0: I don't know if Denver does.
1: I don't think Denver does either.
0: All right, my picks. My picks are Boston out of the East and Denver out of the West. I think far and away, those are just by the eye test. Those are the best two teams in, in it right now. Just as far as roster, coaching, play, play cohesiveness, chemistry. I guess. Yeah. You know they're just the the best, well rounded teams right now, and. I think I'm going to take Denver. I think it's their year. Like Jokic is finally, I, don't, I say finally, but he's playing an, an extraordinary clip right now. Jamal Murray's healthy for the first time in two years. You've got Michael Porter Jr. You've got Kentavious Caldwell Pope. You've got—I mean—they've got role players. They also have superstars. I think it's just a great roster. So I'm I taking do, Denver. i, like
1: the, I I'd love, I'd love for the Nuggets to win, man. Some of my favorite teams were the old Nuggets teams, Carmelo Anthony, Jr. Smith. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Combo,
0: AI. You remember when AI played for Yeah I was
1: there with Melo. They've got I'd love for Denver to do it. If I had to pick off of what I like would love to see the most, I want to see Kings and Cavaliers. That's what I want to see. I mean, that would be that would be awesome. That would, that would be, be awesome. So sick, bro.
0: But that's never. That's not gonna happen.
1: That's not gonna happen. It would be sick though. I got. It would be sick of, though. It would be sick it for the Cavs. I never picked an NBA team. I've never been a guy who supports an NBA team. I've always been a a guy who just supports players. Mm-hmm. I'm not even like a huge basketball NBA guy. Like I like college basketball a lot more, and I still don't watch it religiously. But if I had to pick a team, like. You know, I'm going to roll with the Cavaliers. It's like I'm from Ohio, from Columbus. Everybody I know is a Cavs fan. I feel like if I had to pick a team, it'd be Cavs.
0: Well, I know one, one guy who's going to be happy with that pick. I think you know who I'm talking about, too.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Shout out Mr. Schaefer's.
1: Big Schaefer, Be excited. Love that. All right, game. let's
0: talk some baseball.
1: All right. Now, this is something that I am religious about, as many know. Um, did you see where Scherzer got handed a 10-game suspension?
0: Yes, for an illegal substance or foreign substance on his glove. Right. If it's not one thing, it's another with the Mets. I'm over this season already, I'm going even on. though I know they have a decent record, but good things don't last in New York.
1: It's it's a blatant attack on the players at this point with the fucking rules. Look, Max Scherzer is the head of the MLB Players Association. He is the face of the MLB players. He is the most outspoken against some of the bullshit rules that have been handed down. He knows that he is under a mac- microscope. He is one of the smartest, most intelligent guys in baseball. He's a fucking genius on the mound. I love Max Scherzer. I got hella love for him. One of the greatest of our generation. He knows that he's getting checked the first, second, and at the end of the fourth inning. He's not going to get past the first two checks knowing that the fourth inning check is coming up go into a dugout and put spider tack on.
0: Yeah, I didn't even see what happened. I just saw uh, the post about him getting uh, ejected or whatever.
1: So, it's the first warm day, really, like full warm day in New York. The sweat is going to be at its peak. It's going to be, you know, these guys are going to be sweating the most. Like, you – the only thing that is legal for a pitcher to use on a baseball is rosin from the rosin bag that's on the mound. If you mix rosin with sweat, it turns into like a, a tacky almost like almost like a substance pretty much. It just it creates a tack. And if you build up enough sweat, you know, say you pull, you know, wipe your forehead, get that sweat and you grab that rosin bag, you basically have a substance that is legal to use. You can see him, you know, like wipe his forehead, you know, wipe his arms. He's taking advantage of the rules that are in place. And I just feel like at this point, it's a, a attack on what Scherzer stands for and being, you know, the face of the players. So
0: Yeah, I mean, he's not, like you said, he's too savvy to be caught doing something dumb like that. And it's not even like he needs to cheat either. He's a world-class fucking pitcher.
1: Exactly. And here's another thing, too. Like, if you even call it cheating for a pitcher to use a, 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 quote, foreign substance for pitching, then you've never fucking picked up a baseball and threw it hard as fuck. Because a brand-new baseball that they get handed, you get handed a a brand-new baseball. It is slick, and you have no control over that baseball until it's rubbed up, touched dirt made a move. And in baseball, they rotate baseballs so much that you never get a ball that is, you know, seen hands before. I promote the fact that pitchers want to have a sense of control on the mound rather than throwing 95 to 100-mile-an-hour bullets with no real trajectory or projection of where these balls are going to go. You ever seen a guy hit in the face with a fucking baseball? Scary as fuck.
0: Yeah, there's been two I've seen this year already. Dude got hit in the jaw and another dude got hit in the teeth.
1: It's scary as fuck, and they're trying their best to – I get that offense sells to the common non – Like.
0: Baseball guy?
1: Yeah, the casual fan. Offense is going to sell. You're not going to have a, uh, a productive offensive series if a pitcher is not in or around the strike zone. And you're going to take away more strikes by not allowing these pitchers to have their control. Like, you're going to get more walks and have an ugly ass game. Nobody wants to watch a walk fest, bro. It's more boring than anything in baseball. But. Baseball doesn't sell to the masses. Baseball is boring to the masses. We want games under 2 hours. All right, whatever. Fucking we want all bullshit.
0: the convenience.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fucking bullshit, bro. And I was a big proponent on the pitch clock, the expanded bases, you know, the the swings that are uppercuts like I'm all for those kind of things like The bags are safer for guys, but the, the little rules like baseball is a chess match between two people, really, the pitcher and the hitter, and then it's expanded upon when the ball is put into play, but if you can't pick off more than twice, you can't fucking throw strikes, you can't pitch, you can't like wait a batter out and try and get in their head or work with them or work against them, bro. You're going to – we're going to have an ugly product, and I'm hoping for playoff baseball that they kind of let loose on these rules and they go – I feel like, okay, do it through the regular season. 162, fuck it. Play by whatever rules you want to. But when it comes down to baseball's baseball, seven-game series in the playoff, like – all rules are off, aside from old school baseball. Like, let guys, you
0: know, right? We want we want the purity
1: back. Yeah, you know, I'm tuning in for a three hour fucking chess match. I want that pitcher and hitter to be looking at each other, and it be a, a, a actual duel, not like, oh, he better get this fucking one two pitch off before the twenty second ticks away. No, I want him to get on the get on the mound, look into that mitt, do two shakes accept you know a pitch fuck with the batter's timing and then hopefully you know get them out
0: okay what are they what are they gonna do whenever it comes down to game seven of the World Series bottom of the ninth Todd bases are loaded two outs full count and the pitch clock runs out yeah. and they win the team wins the World Series on a fucking pitch count violation yeah. like come on
1: it will be the Honestly, it might be the only thing that could save baseball. If something like that catastrophic was to happen, the only people that would be cheering, and not even the hundred percent would be cheering, is that fan base that won. They would still there would still be fans of that team that would have been like, damn, I'd love to have been able to see what would have happened if that pitch was thrown or whatever, like I don't know. I don't like I don't know. Baseball is just getting too it just seems like there's so much hands on outside hands on now that it doesn't even seem like
0: well they're trying to keep up with the times I instead of, because they're losing viewership because um the casual like you said the casual fans they don't care about the the game within the game when it comes to baseball. They don't care about the little mind games or the little the little duels that that go on Throughout a, a non inning baseball game, they just want to see throw the pitch, hit the ball, hit it out of the park, run the base, tag the, tag him out. You know they don't they don't care about you know pitching matchups and the shakeup in the lineup and a double leadoff or any of that. You know,
1: I get it, I get it. You gotta appease to the masses, but I feel like the solution, the real solution for getting outside people more into baseball comes down to like marketing your players. Like, you know, nobody really knows who Mike Trout is unless you're a, a, a sports fan. If, if Mike Trout walked down the road right now, the only people that would be able to tell it's Mike Trout are people who fucking watch people. baseball. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they need to market their players more like, like NFL and NBA guys do, you know, all of those guys, you know what I'm saying? And then put a, cap floor on all mlb teams like you have to spend this amount of money to be eligible to play or there's a penalty so if every team had to spend x amount of dollars then you wouldn't have these teams that are fucking the cincinnati reds who didn't spend but a couple million dollars on adding an a 37 year old veteran to their team if you put a floor on every team then each individual fan base would have something to get excited about and bring more people into a ballpark and reduce the price of MLB tickets and get more people in the door, kind of like you know a, a fucking gym does. Get people in the door and then sell them inside the stadium, the more expensive stuff. They'll, they'll get to the ballpark happy and spend their money to get in knowing it was cheap and then spend more money at the ballpark at the experience. That's where I think they need to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's gonna be a formula they have to they have to figure out. There's an equation to it all. I don't think it's one rule changes or one thing or the other. I think it's gonna be a combination of of marketing, you know, getting getting keeping up with the other leagues, trying to stay popular. That you know, this that and the other. But I mean hey my, I'm my I'm, my always gonna, I'm always going to I'm always going to be a baseball fan. I've loved baseball since I was a kid. It's just I don't know if my grandkids are going to love baseball.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, hey man, we're sitting at an hour 3 minutes. I got to um I got to get off here and do some shit around the house. Yeah, it's ahead. almost 9.
1: Peace of love. I appreciate everybody listening. Um more Stuff will be coming to YouTube. I have finally got a computer I can handle video editing and all kinds of stuff like that. So I'll be uploading videos. Uh, Working on a capture card for gaming. I would like for us to kind of start pushing some of our gaming stuff. I know we have a large audience that plays video games. But aside from that, you know, guys, keep listening, share us, be vocal with us. If you guys want to hear about something, please share that with us, and we'll be glad to, you know, speak on that. Also. Any remarks that you make towards us, we'll be, we got, if you need advice, shitty advice, we'll gladly give you shitty advice. Shoot it to our email, Real Conversations, WCM at email.com. Aside from that, that's all I got today. I appreciate everybody
0: listening. Yes, sir. Thanks for listening. I'm the one half of Real Conversations with Cozy and Murph.
1: The other half,
0: peace out.